Good to be with Quinn Brody here ahead of Wednesday night's game against Portland. Quinn, thanks for the time. Sure, no problem. Tell me, it seems like you get very good reads on the ball in the outfield. Um, what are the differences in playing left versus right? How do you anticipate the ball, especially at this park? Yeah, left and right, are, they play similarly, just the way the ball comes off the bat. Uh, lefty and righty, they, they play pretty similarly, but uh, for whatever reason, I think most guys would say right field is a little easier. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what that is. Um, but I think it just comes down to just trying to be locked in on seeing the ball off the bat. Uh, you're never going to get perfect jump if you're not seeing it come off the bat, and especially, you know, we're getting to the middle of the game here, and the sky's tough, so you really got to stay locked in or uh, hope that someone can call it out and tell you where it is, but yeah, I think, I think ultimately it's just, you know, taking your, taking your time to take a break between pitches and then make sure you're locked in when the pitch is thrown and try to, try to see it right off the bat and get, a, get as good of a read as you can. Is one position, does that relate to it being easier to, on a base hit, to throw on a ball in right versus left? It might be, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, can't, I can't put my finger on what it is. It could be that there's more right-handed hitters, and when they're pulling the ball to left field, it's usually going to come off the bat a little harder, pull side, um, so it gets out there quick. But other than that, I mean, the angles are more or less the same. It's got to got to have something to do with the handedness of the pitcher and the batter, but, uh, but they, play, they play fairly similarly. This was an obscure thing, but I thought about it on the broadcast the other night. When you go to get sunglasses, are there special features that you ask for, knowing that you're looking up into a sky? I think it's mostly personal preference. Okay. Oakley makes, uh, they make great glasses for whatever the conditions are, and they make a, a baseball one that's pretty standard. I think okay. that probably most guys are wearing that whatever technology they put in it is good. I mean, if you're looking right in the sun, it doesn't matter what glasses you have on, but but the, it helps with the clouds a lot. If, if it's kind of a light sky and the clouds, it definitely gives you some contrast. So I like to wear them. The ones that I have, they, I can wear them even if it's not uh, too dark out, or if it's not too bright outside, I can still wear them and it gives me a little bit of the, uh, see the, pop, the ball pops a little more, so it helps out. Do you wear them just on the field or you could wear them uh, in regular life? Um, I would only wear these in the field. I haven't had a pair of shades that I wear outside, but the lenses are great. I mean, I don't know about the, the style off the field for, for me with these. It's bright. With this lens. It's yeah. bright. Yeah. yeah it's I have some Oakleys bright. as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, let's talk. Last night you get on base three times. Um, nice piece of hitting both ways. What do you see that's hopefully helping you turn the corner? Uh, yeah, just trying to focus on each at bat, take, uh, take the swing that I want to take, not, not focus too much on. The pitcher out there, but just take the make the moves that I want to make and, and be there on time to make good moves and take my swing, not take the swing that he's trying to get me to take and see the ball a little better and go from there. Let's not beat around the bush here. Obviously, you'd rather not be here. You started Triple A, um, but the situation is what it is. How do you turn this into a positive so you can be back heading north? Sure. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm grateful to be here playing most most days, and it's it's. It's good to be where you're getting at bats, and uh, being being in Syracuse is, was a great experience. But being there on the bench doesn't do me a lot of good as far as developing or as far as getting seen. So, you know, being here, I'm back with a bunch of guys that I've played with for most of my career, guys that I love being around, and it's an opportunity to play. And that's that's really all you can ask for is an opportunity to be in the lineup every day and um, or as as often as possible. And, and I'm grateful to have that opportunity here, and hopefully I can. Do what I need to do here to get back to be uh, to being in Syracuse and being lined up there too. Is it one of those things where be, you can only be in the batting cage so much or be at the driving range so much to work things out? You've got to get those daily reps. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, being being in the lineup, I mean, you got to you only like you said, you can only work so much, and you got to stress test it at some point. If you're not getting at bats, you just you don't know if what you're doing is working. I mean, it's 
it's close when you're in the cage on a machine or whatever it is. You can you can feel it out, but there's there's really no way to tell if what you're what you're doing is is on the right path until you get in the game. And sometimes you got to struggle with it in games to figure out how to make mm. it work in games versus in the cage. So it's it's definitely a big challenge. I mean, pinch hitting is tough. Mm. Playing every second, third day is really tough to find any kind of rhythm and. Especially when you're when you're in those positions and, and you're you're likely putting more pressure on yourself because you want to make the most of those opportunities you have so you can get more opportunities. But um, it's it's definitely uh, that's why I'm grateful to be here and playing as much as I have so far and getting consistent at bats makes it much easier to work on your on your craft. And were there things that you saw at the AAA level or differences at the AAA level that you can incorporate back here? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, baseball is baseball, right? And um, at, at that level, like it's a, it's a very similar game. We got, I mean, we we faced some electric arms last week from Bowie. Yeah. They had a great yeah. staff. I, I don't think that the the game itself is much different, uh, but the maturity. I mean, there's there's guys that I've played with and against that I was fortunate to be around that are big league veterans, and they they have nuggets of wisdom that they'll pass along. And um, I think what I learned at that level was a lot more on the mental side of things, on the uh, the mental game. Yeah, not so much. Being in the box and your swing necessarily because everyone here has got great talent. Everyone we mm-hmm. play against has great talent, big league talent in my opinion. Um, but it's just those little things that'll separate you. And if you can, like I was talking about earlier, if you can get in the box and just focus on your, you're doing your thing every time, not so much on what they're doing to you. But uh, but it was great to be up there and learn from a lot of guys who have more experience than I do. What was the biggest thing from the mental side that you learned? I think it was interesting for me to realize that guys who have had significant big league time are struggling with the same things day in and day out that I am. Someone who's never been there and who's, who's hoping to get there. That was um, eye-opening because you realize that no one has it figured out. You could be a five-year big league vet, ten-year big league vet, and, and they're showing up every day trying to find their swing, trying to make adjustments the same way that I am. So that, um, it just showed me that that's, it's really taking a day at a time. And it doesn't matter how many, how many days you got in the big leagues, how many bats you got in the big leagues, how much success you've had in the big leagues, you really got to show up every day, refine your craft, get back to what works for you, and do it again the next day. Because it might not be there, it might be there in a different form, so you got to find, mm. find whatever works the next day. What type of player is Matt Winnegar? You played with him. Yeah, I played with Matt a ton over the years. I've uh, been lucky to call him a teammate and a friend. And he's uh, he's a really hard worker. He's, he's a very hard worker, uh, very meticulous at refining his swing, his craft. He's He's a smart guy, so he thinks about the swing in ways that I think a lot of people might not understand. Um, so he's, we always have good conversations about hitting, about the swing. We're on the same page, and he opens my eyes to some things that I might not see that he's either working on or looking at. Or it's, he's been, it's been beneficial to me to have his, his eyes and his opinion on things, definitely. And someone you trust. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Cardinal viewing party for the College World Series? Yeah, we got to get on that. Um, it's pretty pretty cool to see those guys going to Omaha. We, we were watching them uh, this past weekend, and they took care of business in Lubbock. And, I mean, it's – I hate to say it, but I'd rather be in Omaha right now. Guys, so. <laughs> no, no, no offense there. Yeah, no offense to being a team, yes. but that looks like a lot of fun. So. Well, and you got uh, some Mississippi State guys that were talking smack That's right, yeah, and they, the, dogs, the dogs came through. And, I think we're on opposite side of the bracket, so maybe right. we'll end up playing each other somewhere along the way. But, but yeah, I mean, the best of luck to those guys. They're, they've been a blast to watch, and um, I'm right there with them in spirit, so it's, <laughs> it's been fun. Well, best of luck to you, Quinn. Thanks, as always. Yeah, thank you so much.